I'm Shannon. I'm Mark. And this is Dirt Sailor, the podcast. You can find us on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. We also have Facebook and Instagram pages under Dirt Sailor Podcast. Well, on this special episode of Dirt Sailor, the podcast, we would like to discuss Ukraine and Russia. Well, let's do it. So we have Russia invading Ukraine over the last couple of days. And now we have fingers pointing everywhere over whose fault is it that Russia invaded Ukraine. Russia claims that they are just trying to help out their comrades in Ukraine that have broken off and are separatist. We have Jen Psaki, the spokeswoman for the White House, press secretary, saying that it is Trump's fault. We have Hillary Clinton saying it's Trump's fault. And we have everybody on the right saying it's Biden, Clinton, Obama, you name it. It's somebody else's fault, not our parties. Well, that's a three I was going to go with. Oh, Biden. Well, I mean, we always have to, uh, apparently they want us to say Biden-Harris at everything. So I guess it would have been Oh, Biden. Oh, Biden. Would that be Barris? Yes. Or Hyden? Hyden. <laughs> Hyden Barris. Hyden. See, you have Harris and Biden combined. You have Hyden. Yeah, due to the simple fact that their little geopolitics, the State Department getting involved, wanting wars, I think that it's more the Democratic side, period, because they're the ones that are anti-oil, anti-drilling, anti-keystone. And now we've become more dependent. We've become more dependent on Russia for oil. And look at where that has just landed us. Yes, and we've purchased oil from Iran here recently as well. First time, I believe, since either the late 70s or early 80s. From what I recall, uh, Iranian crude has a very high sulfur content, so it's really not good crude. It's a low grade and I thought we were anti-pollution here in America, so why would we allow someone to purchase crude from Iran? That is ridiculous. I did not realize that we had started purchasing from Iran. I did hear that our gas prices, even though the crude oil purchase now is not the crude oil that's going, you know, that. When they purchase the crude oil now, it takes time before it is actually changed into the type of gasoline we need and oil that we need. Right. And I it believe, has to be processed. Yes. And I believe they're 50 gallon barrels or not 55s like we traditionally think of. And I believe that out of the 55, they only get six to eight gallons of actual unleaded gasoline out of a whole barrel. And so we are having oil problems now, which affects the gas prices now, which I find kind of weird. Although if we ebbed and flowed with what happened in the past, shouldn't we be able to say like, oh, okay, well, during this period of time, we didn't get enough oil. So we're going to overpurchase now and then we'll work on, on ebbing and flowing. But instead we run into this problem where they're saying within a week we could have a national average of $5 a gallon. Well, do you see a pattern here? We're that, being lied to? Yes, that's one. Number two, that there seems to be, and I don't want to pick parties one over the other, but it seems like one party, when they're in power, tend to make our prices fly through the roof. We show a big sign of weakness, 
and it emboldens countries just like China, who's now tinkering again with Taiwan by doing flyovers in their country and basically saber rattling again. So we may see a dual front. We may see Russia hit Ukraine, which they have, and they're very close to the capital. And you have China who may end up trying to hit Taiwan while we're in such unrest. Well, if you look at what we did in Afghanistan, they saw a weak leader who everybody just points the finger. It's not our fault. It was Trump's fault because it was his pullout plan. Well, if it was a bad plan, why did we follow it? He doesn't follow anything else that's bad. We were doing more oil pipelines and drilling at home. If that was a bad plan, then we would go with somebody else's. But instead, what they did is they actually went with a bad plan and then tried to blame the previous party. Now, I realize they jumped from Afghanistan to Russia. But they they made bad choices, and they're still trying to blame Trump. No matter what it is, it's Trump's fault because he made a bad pullout plan and we stuck to it. Well, Trump's plan was to have more oil here and production here, so why didn't you stick to that, good or bad, if he made the plan? I think I'm going to blame Richard Nixon. It's his fault. Watergate? No, if he wouldn't have played nice with China and Russia and pitted one against the other. We'd probably have a different outcome right now. Yeah, well, right now we're we're running into this nice blame game of whose fault it is. Well, if everything's going good and Russia's our friend or whatever, why is this problematic? Uh, never mind the fact that Clinton was essential in taking the nuclear arms of Ukraine and then saying, oh, don't worry, we'll be there for you if anything happens. And then we're not there for them. And Ukrainian president basically said that this morning. Oh, did he? Yes. Well, yeah. So I didn't realize that. But uh, I believe in the 90s, uh, Clinton had made the deal that we would uh, be there if anything happened in Ukraine. And then President Obama reiterated that same fact. He said, we'll be here for you. Biden was a part of that administration he, he was second in command then, and so now here he is in command and saying, uh, yeah, we're, we're just going to let that play out. All the deals that Biden's young son made there in the Ukraine, uh, you would think he would want to help them. Right. Or maybe the end game is to hide something in the Ukraine. Well, he already has their money, so does he need more? Now he needs to hide, right? Hide the all of the evidence because wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it Biden who withheld money so that a prosecutor's case against his son would be dropped? 10-4. So you have him withholding aid. I do know that with President Trump, one of his articles of impeachment was abuse of power related to withholding funds for actually looking into the Bidens. Well, if you're a Republican, you're an absolute abuser of power. If you're a Democrat... You're just trying to help the people. Yeah, trying to help the millionaires and billionaires. You're helping the people. So this must help Russia in some way that helps the the uh, Democrats. Yeah, so let's get back a little bit to Mr. Biden in the Ukraine. So apparently he made a speech yesterday that he's going to help the American people and make sure that they're not uh, hurt by this war and fuel prices yet. Wait, 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 wait. Just one second. 
not hurt by this war, but if you didn't have a vaccine, they weren't going to let you out. Okay, sorry. Just had to put that out there. Go ahead. That's a good point. I'm just kind of wondering if they were checking vaccine status as the Russians were rushing across the border in their tanks. So you were saying, my apologies for the interruption. Just the cost of fuel increases. So fuel oil's up 60% right now. Unleaded fuel's up 57%. Diesel fuel's up 44%, and we haven't even gotten to the cause of effect of this Russian-Ukrainian little intervention. There's no telling. You're right. Gas could go to $5 a gallon almost immediately, or fuel stations, gas stations can use that as a wedge to increase price and say, hey, don't look at us while they're backdooring and making a little bit of extra money. Okay, so something that President Biden did say as of yesterday, I don't know if he's repeated it this morning, but he said that there would be new sanctions against Russia. Those sanctions will degrade their aerospace industry, including their space program, among other things that these sanctions would do. But I did not hear any mention of the fact that we have four NASA astronauts, two Russian cosmonauts, and one European astronaut currently up at the International Space Station. So how do you think that's going to play out? How do you think it's going to play out that we have four NASA astronauts up there right now with two Russian cosmonauts? I wonder if anybody's told them up there yet that they're currently in a conflict with the Ukraine. Yep. Well, doesn't this Ukrainian conflict... Go back a ways. Over a thousand years, I think. Well, I don't think Putin's that old. But uh, he might be. You his, never know. Well, His yes, mama was Ukrainian, right? Yes. And so the USSR fell under, what it started going under with... Um, Gorbachev or Yeltsin? Boris Yeltsin. Yeah, I was thinking our, our US president. Oh, it was, under Reagan. was it under Reagan. Sorry. Under Reagan, it started. That's right, because the wall in Germany fell. There yeah, too. bring down that wall. That's right. So we have President Reagan starting the, the fall of the USSR, stopping East and West Germany from being separate again, bringing down the wall, doing all of that good work internationally. But some have never quite accepted it. Some believe that... Ukraine is still part of Russia, that other countries are still part of Russia. So what do you do? What do you do when someone says, you know what, that's still our country. We don't care if they want to be separate. They broke away, but really it was our country. I'm Same thing, uh, Texas talks about uh, seeding from the Union, and California tried to uh, break apart into multiple states so that way there would be a Northern California, Southern California, and a Central California. So what happens within somebody's country if they do want to be separate or together, do they have rights? Or does somebody get to come in from, you know, let's just say China and say, no, we support the United States staying together as 50 separate states and California you can't you can't break apart or or Texas you can't you know get out of the union that we support the United States in keeping you there isn't it kind of the same thing it is who helped us during the civil war not civil war scratch that 
uh, when we wanted to get away from Mother England. France. Would that be France? France helped us. France helped us. So Isn't it amazing how as long as there's men, males, there's war? Yeah, you guys are the problem. I think we are. Absolutely. You guys are the problem. I believe you. So I guess there's a lot of uh, Ukrainian little military heroes already. I guess there was a young lad that uh, blew up a bridge last night. To Kiev. Yep, to Kiev. Sacrificed himself. He ended up dying, obviously to keep the Russian tanks from being able to cross into the city on that particular part of town or side of town. And I believe there was a group of 13 Russians, or Russians, sorry, 13 Ukrainians on an island, and the Russian warship told them to surrender, and they had not-so-kind words for the Russians. Unfortunately, they all lost their lives too, but they did not surrender. Probably one of those words I use on a quite frequent basis. So another thing that's happened with this conflict is that there's lots of talk about whether how you're affected. Some people are saying they're mentally affected by others potentially going to war and how it could impact them. Never mind that they're not actually in the war. I'm talking about Americans who see this and they may have PTSD by proxy because somebody else is going through something. Is that a real thing? They're claiming that they have a version of PTSD because of what other people are going through. Well, they could have some kind of anxiety, I would think, right? but I wouldn't call it PTSD. Well, another thing that has gone on is on The View, they were talking about how people are impacted. For instance, there are some uh, Ukrainian orphanages that Americans have adopted babies from. Some are still waiting for their babies to be given over, go through the process and everything. So there's lots going on for people here that are trying to get their children, their uh, future adoptive children out. And Joy Bayer said that she was scared Joy about was this. Scared? She was scared. Because her Italian vacation may be ruined by Ukraine and Russia being at war. That poor thing. Is Whoopi back? Whoopi is back. She only got her hand slapped for two weeks. If she was a Republican, she would have been out for life. I thought maybe that was why Joy was worried and upset. It's because Whoopi was still gone. Yeah, no. I mean, your Italian vacation is much more important than Well, absolutely. Forget the people, forget all the people that are dying right now. Forget the preschool that was hit by a Russian artillery piece. Mm -hmm. Let's not worry about that. Let's worry about going to Cannes or going to Italy and sitting on the beach. Yeah, that's way more important, your vacation. Your vacation. We have no perspective. We really do think about ourselves. We're worried about uh, somebody misusing a pronoun against us, and that will end our lives. But there are people who are fighting. And in Ukraine, you know what they did? They handed out guns, all kinds of weaponry. They're they're telling their people to make Molotov cocktails. They're telling them how to do it. Fight for your life. To fight for their country and fight for your life. And here we are. If you are wondering how important a Second Amendment is, this is it right here. This is your case in point right here. Why, why do you need an AR-15 with 30 rounds or more? This right here. This right here. And... Yeah, that that's just well. It's not too far fetched. Just imagine if China woke up one morning and decided, you know what, 
we're going to risk it. We're going to go take the mainland of America and see uh, see how they handle it. Yep, we're going to conscript all 1 billion people. We're going to make as many guns as we can or Molotov cocktails or whatever it is that they want to do. Well, it's interesting but, that a lot of Ukrainians are rising up as per their military leadership helping them do it. Yet in Russia, in uh, Moscow, St. Petersburg, Russian celebrities are anti-war protesting right now. They're anti-war protesters. wonder how well that's going to go over when Putin gets really upset at them. Yeah, well, they're going to do their propaganda, so they're going to work it as much as they can and, and probably try to hide it as much as they can. Well, and they may be protesting because they were told to by Putin. Yeah, to make it look like make they kind of care that they're and kind, whatever. Yes, absolutely. Propaganda in and of itself. Yep, just like wag the dog. So did you know that there are donation pipelines for that lobbyists create? They they have to hide some of their intent and and try to back channel stuff. But there is a Putin pipeline for lobbyists. Now, a bunch of Democrats have claimed that Republicans are on the take, including Trump. There is Trump-Russia collusion for years. But there have been many Democrats that talk about taking money from Russia through secret backdoor deals and things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, Democrat Rep. Eric Swalwell, Mr. China himself. Mr. China spy. Mr. China spy has also cozied up to Russia. He has raked in thousands of dollars from people linked to Russia and lobbying for their pipelines and lobbying for for different things uh, within the country. So you want to know who's taking thousands? You can start with Swalwell. And anyone else who comes out, Republican or Democrat, we need to go after them. And their foreign money links. Just like our former congressman said on a consistent basis. Whatever they're accusing you of doing, just turn around and point the finger right back at them and look at them and say, nope, it's you guys that are actually doing it. Definitely. they. It, it's quite amazing. Just say it a little louder. Sometimes you got to say it first. You got to be the first to accuse because if you think you're going to be accused, you got to be the first to accuse somebody else. So that way, if they do come back and say, oh, no, it was you doing that. Like, no, 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 no. You're only saying that because I outed you. It's not me. I outed you, mm-hmm. my man. Yeah, but there was, uh, in all of the, the war and the bad that's going on, te- a Texas couple escaped Ukraine with their newly adopted four-year-old son, and they got out, like, they were running out of time, and they were able to finalize the adoption and bring their son home. So there was a lot that was going on, but there is some good. Some people were able to escape. They were able to finalize their adoption and and get this child home because now they are bombing adoption centers or they're bombing schools. They're taking them out. So well, there's it's always civilians that bear the brunt, even though we have a Geneva Convention and Articles of War and that sort of thing. It's always the civilian population, unfortunately, that bears a large brunt of the war and it's a good thing that you know people always give us crud when we end up going somewhere and attacking or retaliating that at least we do our level best and that's probably not the right word level since we're going to level buildings do our level best at making sure that we uh, minimize civilian casualties yes absolutely because as they say war's hell it is we don't want to go to war nobody does 
No. And what's funny, it's not funny. What's interesting is for four years, they accused Trump of that he's going to start another world war. I think even at the beginning of 2020, before we really had COVID crisis or whatever you want to uh, go big, it was we were going to start a war with North Korea. And World War Three is about to happen. I don't know if you remember that. I think Trump was talking about how even though the North Korean leader said that he had a nuclear button and he was ready to press it, Trump came out and said something like, my button's bigger and it will do more damage. A little rocket man. Yes. So it was pointed out that Trump was going to start another war. But look at where we are now with provided Biden may not have started this war, but some of the policies that are going on are surely assisting Russia and not helping within the United States. I don't know what it is about part of the Democratic Party that freaks out when a Republican gets into office and he wants to show strength and not weakness. Okay, so to that, they said that Trump wasn't showing strength, that he was showing that he's crazy. But to his credit, crazy didn't get into any wars. Maybe people thought he was too crazy to get into a war with, but they said that Trump is crazy. He's going to start another war. War didn't happen. Trump may be crazy, but guess what? It worked. And I watched one of his men on the news last night, Mr. Pompeo. And he basically said, look. Ah, Mr. Mike Pompeo, huh? Mr. Trump had told these guys during back channel meetings and discussions that, no, I'm not crazy. I'm here to tell you, here's the line, and I'm not the predecessor. You cross that line, I'm going to thump you, and I'm going to thump you hard. Just like when he took out in the desert, I believe his name was Soleimani. Yes, in Iraq. he was He's an Iranian, was an Iranian, now he's dead. But he's an Iranian who went to Iraq to get some of the Iranian individuals and Iraqi individuals rising up against Americans and attack them, I believe. And he was warned. And he died. This has been a podcast produced and edited by the Dirt Sailor Duo. Mark and Shannon are a father-daughter team who both served in the United States Navy. This production is protected by copyright laws. Until next time, anchors away.